Welcome to Murder She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because he likes them and she don't. But then we talk about them because she likes talking and he does too, as long as it's about a horror movie. Hello. 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 We didn't watch Mrs. Doubtfire, however. No, we did not. But it was a you week, so. Yeah. Well, kind, kind of. of. Yeah. <laughs> I chose, what did I choose? I chose a. Bingo hell. Bingo hell. So since you were like, well, you chose a horror movie. I get to choose the non-horror movie. And we were so thrilled with Ghost, mm-hmm. um, which was a Patrick Swayze hit, that you decided I need to watch more of those. And uh, you have never seen Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. And I went to the theaters with my father. <laughs> and uh, yeah, did I did, mm-hmm. saw that one in, in, in on the big screen. <laughs> and it was almost as much part of my childhood as, as Mrs. Alfire was, <laughs> honestly. Uh, so hello. Yeah, uh, so yeah, we watched Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, a uh, 1995 film directed by Biban Kidron and written by Douglas Carter Bean. Bean? B-E-A-N-E. Bean? B-E-A-N-E. Yeah, Bean. Bean. Anyway, and yeah, it's got uh, Wesley Snipes and Patrick Stewart and John uh, Patrick Patrick Stewart? Or, no, sorry, sorry, Patrick Swayze. I mean, he would probably throw down. But <clears throat> sorry, was he? Did he play a drag queen in a movie? Patrick Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. So maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. He is fabulous. Yeah, he so. is. Uh, and uh, is there any content warning for this one? Mm, definitely some homophobia. Yeah. Um, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it gets a little bit cringy with like. Age, grooming Chi Chi and uh, Bobby Ray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's. I don't, how old was John Leguizamo when he made this? I don't know. Let's see, it came out in '95. I said so, and he, John Leguizamo was born in '60, so he would have been 35? possibly. My math. I'm terrible at math. There's a reason I'm not a math teacher. Yeah, 35. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. He plays much younger. He plays so much younger, but even the storyline, I, I, to to be in this these contests, right? You you would have to be some some of those clubs are twenty one and up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, but at the very like, let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Chichi Rodriguez, maybe an eighteen year old drag queen, um, but still the boy is is young. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's old enough to drive, so he's definitely older than sixteen. Um, but not so sure that he is eighteen or up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it gets a little cringy. Um, but and that actor has been in other movies. I can't think of what was he in Mallrats. Was he the kid from Mallrats? I I don't know. I believe he was. You're over there. He was in the Days and Confused. Okay. Um, was it, uh, he looks a lot like the guy from Mallrats. I can't remember if he actually is in Mallrats or not, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, and there's a sexual assault. From, yes. From a cop. Yes. And some uh, uh, hard R uh, N-word. There's one. Oh, and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. From there's, the same cop. Yeah. And I think that's all of our sensitivities. Yeah. So, the story. Um, His brother was in Mallrats. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. Got it. Anyway. Um, so, the story. 
we start by watching three different queens start to get ready. Really, it's just the two. It's Noxima Jackson, played by Wesley Snipes, and uh, Vita Boehm. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. And it is so much fun to look back on this. Because, like I said, I saw it in theater. So mm-hmm. this was this was honestly probably my first I don't know experience with with drag queens, right? Like I knew they mm-hmm. existed, but I didn't really understand it. And then watching this, I was when did it come out? Ninety five. Mm-hmm. I was ten. Mm-hmm. I was ten, and I was watching this. And if you've heard any of the rest of our episodes, you're like, you were you watched this <laughs> in theaters when? It, yes, no. This is one of the ones that. Uh, snuck through a little bit um otherwise i'm i'm completely sheltered but this is this was you know we watched it with an open mind and we loved it and we still love it and yeah it's anyway uh vita boem is one of the more classic hollywood glamour type Mm -hmm. queens whereas noxima jackson is very of the avant garde, yeah. like very much. Like serving. a lot of what she wears is like the modern nineties, you know, yeah. like the nineties that was like very hip and modern. And... Yeah, and she has glitter in her eyelashes and like the the tinsel eyelash things, mm-hmm. and you know, super tight. Whereas Vita Boehm is is much more of a ladies' lunch yeah. type of type of thing, and um, it's funny because looking back on it, I can see and I could probably name three or four if i thought about it hard enough and i haven't yet um three or four queens on rupaul's drag race Mm -hmm. that i can draw a direct connection to these their style these these presentation yeah uh bob the drag queen love Mm -hmm. love love him and her them um but he's much he bob the drag queen and noxima jackson are very much one in the the, the same very similar. I, very similar not the same but similar enough to where i'm like okay yeah no i can see where this would influence that mm-hmm. then we have vita bohem and uh jinx monsoon was much more of that classic vintagey type of old glamour hollywood. old hollywood less catty more mm-hmm. more glamour so those are just two examples uh chichi rodriguez is less polished mm-hmm. um but played by john leguizamo mm-hmm. and she has super curly wig and super tight like salsa dress and is playing up the latin mm-hmm. you know her ethnicity which is great and, and also uh, uh 90s uh neon like yes. that neon 90s oh, God. look that was gloria was, estefan it was like, like it's... early 90s is really yes. that look it's the 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 neon the bright neon greens and pinks and yellows and, and the spiral perm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they're in a beauty contest and it turns out that there's a tie and Nagzima and vida are the ones that get to go on to the national competition. Miss Drag Queen of America pageant. Right. Which is going to take place in? California. Hollywood, California. Hollywood. And so they are sending, like, they are the representatives. So they're talking about the logistics and all of that. They give them two round-trip tickets. And they're like, okay, cool. 
We see Chi-Chi run off stage when they win. Yes. She's very upset by this. She's not a gracious loser. And so she is obviously new to the game. Mm-hmm. And she's not... She's not diving with like there there's a there's a there's there's like clicks. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's not a part of any of them. And so she's crying at the top of the stairs when they're walking out for the evening. And Vita is like, well, I'm you know, I helped you. Yeah. You know, Noxima, you were nothing when I found you. Mm -hmm. So why we need to, you know, pass pass it on. We need to pay it forward kind of thing. And so she is like no they've fate has put you on our doorstep mm-hmm. and so now we're going to take take care of you and she's like no i'm trash and i'm nothing and na, na, na. and she's like no you're beautiful and you're going to come with us and Noxima's like uh-huh. <laughs> i'm i want to ride on an airplane and go to hollywood and do my thing like no i don't want to drive i don't want to go on a train i don't want to you know all of this stuff and so they go to a all three of them go to a restaurant restaurant that's like very friendly for the drag community yes and so they walk in and everybody's like hooting and hollering and whatever and over comes robin williams Playing John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. John Jacob. His name is my name, too. Do people always shout? I hate that. (laughs) Anyway, so they're sitting there talking, and they're like, hey, we have two round-trip tickets to Hollywood. We need to get rid of them. And he's like, okay, I can get that, you know, $1,000 for you. And they're like, we would like to trade it in for uh, three uh, train tickets. Mm -hmm. Do they have a club car? Tell me, do they have a club car? And he's like, oh, that'll be 1500. Oh no, that's out of our price range. We were hoping for an even exchange. And he's like, ah, got you. Take this card to this This car car dealership, dealership. anything on the lot, 50 bucks. And I'm like, 50 bucks for a freaking what? Anyway, so that, that, that's what they do. But while they're bickering and trying to figure out the logistics of it, Miss Vita Boehm has her compact open and is powdering her nose and over her shoulder she sees this 8 by 10 signed by Julie Newmar. Mm-hmm. And it says, to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. And she goes, oh, she's so statuesque. And oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And this is a sign. And so she steals it. Uh, poor John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Um, but she steals it and is like, she is now like our mascot for this cross-country yeah. <laughs> road trip so they go to the car lot they find a jalopy that is a banana a 1967 cadillac deville yes banana yellow mm-hmm. and the seats are like butter and like all of the things the guy is like please ladies do this not is take not this gonna car. take you yeah this is not gonna get you off the lot yeah, like this it's not is gonna, gonna get you to california you take the Toyota sensible corolla, corolla mm-hmm. over there and uh uh, Vita. Vita says, what is it? What do we... Style. Over substance. Or substance. <laughs> and of course they pick style because they're drag queens and mm-hmm. it's fabulous. Anyway, so uh, Julie Newmar gets put on the dash and they're driving and, you know, they are all have their little, you know, bandanas over their hair and whatever. And this is one of the questions that I'm going to pull up um, later. But they're drag queens, right? Which means they go in boy mode. But, mm-hmm. like, they travel. We don't see them in boy mode ever, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's that's a question. And I kind of could answer it myself. But, like, looking back on it now, it's 
I, I had some confusion because of this movie and because this was the only movie that I had, like, exposure to, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, this is my only exposure and they got it slightly wrong, but I could probably answer it. Well, it's also later. like the first, like, drag queen movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there were movies where people dressed in drag before mm-hmm. as, like, some like it hot where they're escaping from the mob or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Bosom buddies and. and yeah, there, like there's that. always some, like, reason right and these people are just that's who they are this is this is who they are right but they like on their discussion they are on their journey they have a discussion over oh you're just a little latin boy in in a dress Mm -hmm. and no 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 i'm a drag queen chichi rodriguez is very and they're like oh honey no you're a latin boy in a dress and so they go through the list of things like when a man puts a dress on and feels some type of way about it he's a transvestite when uh, a man is born a woman trapped in a man's body mm-hmm. he is they use a, the wrong term now but transgender um they use the term transsexual which yes. i don't think is is used anymore i don't think so either right it's transgender Mm -hmm. uh and then when a man is born into a man's body and has too much fashion sense for just one gender (laughs) she is a drag queen and like they they make the the you know it's a very clear cut thing but it's like if you're a drag queen that doesn't mean that you are in girl mode all of the time you know what i mean like you go in boy mode to most places But my answer to this, I'm just going to go ahead and and discuss it now, is if somebody were to see their suitcases, their luggage, and see that they have dresses and wigs and whatever, Mm -hmm. even if they're in boy mode, they're going to be like, okay, who did they steal this from? Mm -hmm. Is there a girl in the trunk? Like, there's more questions to be answered um, awkwardly (laughs) if, if they traveled in boy mode. So that's why I was like, okay, fine. And it's just, I think it is a cleaner story. Mm -hmm. If we only see Vita, we don't see the boy mode of Mm -hmm. Vita. We only see Vita. She drives through Vita's driving. Uh, she drives through her old town with mansions and they're like, Oh, you didn't tell us you're rich. Like why, why'd you leave all this? And, she was like, Vita left here to become Vita because mm-hmm. my parents were not welcoming. And so she pauses outside of her childhood home and presumably her mother comes out and looks and scampers off back inside. And so Vita gets angry, as you would, and drives off, rips up the map and is like, maps are cheating. And mm-hmm. it's just like, let's get out of here. And so they're like, well, how are we going to know? If you don't know, United States is pretty easy to get across mm-hmm. if you stay on the interstates. Mm-hmm. And if you know which direction to go. Correct. <laughs> you need to know your directions. Yes. But other than that, yeah. Right. So they're going from New York mm-hmm. to California. Mm-hmm. So go west, young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, or young ladies. Career woman. <laughs> um so they need to go west, and so they just they that's how they go, right? Except they don't stay on. Yeah, they don't stay on the highways. The highways. Um, so they, they need get to... off on a little um, well, like back road. Okay, hold on. Uh, they pull over to see if they can get a, a hotel room because they're tired, and you know, ev- Noxima and. 
Vita are like, oh, I don't know if this place is going to be friendly to us. We're going to step out of the car. They're going to obviously know that we're taller than most women, blah, 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 blah. And Chi-Chi's like, I'm tired. I'm not going to sleep in a car. No, I'm I'm gone. And so she gets out of the car and sashays her way into the lobby and, you know, is getting catcalled. And she's like, take a picture. It'll last longer. The manager of the hotel comes up to them and is like, I'm so sorry. I should have met you out in the parking lot. And Vita and Noxie are like, oh, of course. Okay, here we go. And your friends are, are already in the ballroom waiting for you. And they're like, our friends? What? It is a women's basketball club. <laughs> and so they go and they there's a cute little moment of them playing. Anyway, they have a good night at the hotel. And mm-hmm. they're like, you know, Chi-Chi, I want to, you know, commend you on the way that you walked handled into this place. And... Handled yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bravery and this and that and the other. That's the first step, you know, that kind of, or the second step, I think it was. Um, because... The whole thing is like you're a drag princess, mm-hmm. right? You're not you're not there yet. We're we're here to help you, um, but you're not there yet. And so the first step was admitting that you're not there yet. And so she did that. And they're making these steps up. As like, <laughs> and the second step is like, hey, you you had the courage and and the you know mm-hmm. you handled yourself well in a situation that could have gone bad. And um, so they keep going. And they get off on a dirt road. Mm-hmm. And that's when they kind of get lost and they get pulled over by the police. And um, what's his name? Not Sean Penn. It's uh, Chris Penn. Is that his name? Chris Penn. Chris Penn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is. Chris Penn. Yes, Chris Penn. Um, he's, Chris Penn. He's uh, Sheriff. Dullard. Dullard. Or Dullard. It's Dullard, but it's Dullard on it. It's a misprint. It's yeah. the whole thing. And uh, so he pulls them over, uh, calls Nagzima the N-word, calls Chi-Chi something else. The S-word. And, for, you know. Yeah. And uh, pulls Vita out and takes her over to his car and starts to feel up on her. And she's like, no, please, no. We, we can talk about this. No, 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 no. Grabs and... the, the, the part there. And <laughs> uh, Vita goes, get your hand off my dick. And, and pushes him down. Pushes him, knocking him out. Uh, but he appears to be dead. Yes. They go over and they. Chi Chi's kind of feeling for. Chi Chi's not an but, expert. By yeah, Chi Chi is not an expert at anything. At really. anything. Um. So, anyway, so yes, uh, she uh, pronounces says, oh, him dead. Pronounces him dead, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, we need to get out of here." But yeah. they leave. Uh, somebody leaves their shoe behind. Like a Cinderella story, mm-hmm. the worst Cinderella story ever. And so yeah, the. He, the rest of Dullard's story is that's what he's doing. He goes, or like when mm-hmm. they wake, they recover, recover him. He's wake him up, and he's like, "It was a, it was a man in a dress. It was," and they're like, "It was girls. Girls beat you up." And they laugh at him, and he's like, "No, it's it was a man, but they were wearing dresses." And so he starts this whole crusade that he's going to hunt them down, and he talks about murdering them. He's like, yeah. I'm going to bring back three corpses, and yeah. you're not going to laugh anymore. So uh, just like modern times, a uh, cop just out to kill, kill somebody, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially for drag queens. That's the thing about this movie that... Nothing has changed. Like, it's worse. It's gotten worse it's gotten in the last worse. few years. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, y'all. Like, just let them live their lives. Fucking Christ. Uh, anyway, sorry. Got a little tangent there. Um, 
So they drive off, but then their car breaks down. Um, they pull off on the side of the road. Uh, they're at a little like a uh, truck stop type or a uh, rest stop. Rest stop. They they pull over to to kind of wash themselves of the situation. They change clothes. They come out yeah. refreshed. They go to the car, and the car won't, won't start. start. So Chi Chi goes out and like hikes up her skirt, and this young guy pulls over and is like, "Hey, Bobby do you Ray. need a ride?" Picks her up. She's like, "Okay, we gotta get my friends." They pick up. Uh, Vita and Naxima and drive to Snyderville. I think it's Snyderville, right? Sure. Something like that. Uh, Sneedersville? Sneedersville, something like that. <laughs> drive them to town. Uh, you'll wake up the local um, innkeeper, innkeeper and, and mechanic. And mechanic uh, Virgil and Carol Luckily, Ann. in small towns like this, they are the same household. Yeah, so, so they go to they go to Virgil and it's like, hey, uh, they needed their car repaired. Um, and they need a place to stay, so they stay at the inn, Carol Ann's inn, and Virgil, her husband, uh, goes to pick up their truck, and the next morning is like, hey, we can get it ready. Uh, it should only It'll take, take a few, five minutes. It'll only take five minutes as soon as we get the part. Part and won't that, be here until Monday. Yeah. So you got, got the weekend. Yeah. Not much you can do. So they decide to, they're going to fancy up their... They're room. making the best of it. They're making the best of it. They fancy up the room, mm-hmm. uh... They kind of like, they have this whole Wonder Woman, like they Wonder play the Woman. old Wonder Woman, uh, <laughs> while they like decorate the room and make it fabulous. Yes. And lots of sequins and scarves and lighting and yes. And then afterwards, Chi Chi goes out uh, walking and these, gets harassed like, by the town thugs. Yeah. And so they surround her and looks like things are not going to be fun. And then... Bobby Ray comes pulling up in his truck and Chi- Miss Chi Chi, get in here. And so saves the day, her, yeah. her night and shining pickup truck. truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, while that's happening, let's see. Uh, Nagzima meets this little lady who everybody thinks is deaf. Miss Clara. Miss Clara, mm-hmm. who uh, her husband had left. Her husband and her used to run the movie theater. Yes. And her husband had left her years ago with their film distributor, whoever that was. Mm-hmm. So now she just walks around with this um, photo book full of old movie, old Hollywood stuff. And that's something Nagzima loves. So when a picture falls out and Nagzima sees it, sees it, she chases her down saying like, hey, here's your picture. Girl, did you just do a Yui? <laughs> and this movie is so quotable. Like all of these these quotes have infiltrated into, into my life. You know, my sibling and, and, and my parents, like, we we quote this movie all the time. And it's it's hilarious, because if you knew how sheltered I was. <laughs> Such an odd one for... Set, yeah. yeah, this is the one that snuck through. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she uh, and the older lady, who, what was her name again? Clara? Miss Clara. Miss Clara. Uh, they bond over, like, Noxima loves old Hollywood mm-hmm. movies. And, and so. I love Noxima and her, her care of, of Miss Clara, mm-hmm. because she doesn't assume that everybody else is telling the truth she just she treats her as a person even if she is deaf she's going to treat her the same and it's miss vida it's miss clara mm-hmm. it's miss everybody like noxie is very much you will give respect and so she's talking miss clara's ear off and mm-hmm. she's like when i get to hollywood and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and lena horn and she starts naming okay this was the movie first and that one, no which one was first and then miss clara gave her oh yes no that's right and then this did you just say something <laughs> so this one let's try this one and do this one and 
you want to do this one? Oh, Miss Clara, I knew. <laughs> and so they just they they bond over it and and gets Miss Clara to open up a little bit, which is nice because then she's able to open up to the rest of the town, so the rest of the town doesn't get to ignore her anymore mm-hmm. because she probably preferred that, but she also deserves to be treated human, you know. And and unfortunately, when we meet Miss Clara, one of the uh, the woman who owns the diner, she's like, oh, that's Clara. She can't hear a thing. Um, mm-hmm. She's a little. She's the, she's the one who's uh, giving them all the town gossip. Yes. Um, and that she was on. She was. Um, what is that lady from? She was on one of the old like uh, uh, family ties or one of those yeah. shows. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of what. Anyway. Oh, by the way, Carol Ann is played by Stalker Channing, which <laughs> love her. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, um, Practical Magic, uh, Grease, if you haven't seen either of those, uh, those are my favorite. I, I would say Tu Wong Fu. Hold on. Grease is, has to be my... No, Practical Magic is my favorite, then Grease, then Tu Wong Fu. Those are my top three Stalker Channing uh, movies. Anyway, um, now I'm pretending to be <laughs> Nugsy and, and Miss Clara. So they bond, and then they're like, well, what is there to do? What are we going to do? And they're like, well, we have the strawberry festival. And they're like, oh, what is that? Oh, you know, it's where everybody makes strawberry pies and brings them to the center of town. And then everybody eats strawberry pies. <laughs> and we hand out a ribbon to the best strawberry pie. And then we go home. And they're like, oh, well, you need a theme. And so they take it over and they're like, red and wild. This is this is our theme. And let's have a girl's day and let's do this and let's do that. And so they're making signs. And the woman who is in charge of the diner, she has a co-worker. What is his name? I can't remember to give his name. Um, uh, it's something Joe. Jimmy Joe? Jimmy Joe. Jimmy Joe. They all or have those weird. Joseph Jim or something like that. Anyway, he is African American, mm-hmm. and she says he's the nicest. I don't want to say it. Because, <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so he, he's the nicest African American. He's the nicest black man, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you'd ever want to meet. And so it's obvious that she has a thing for him. And he has, he has, a, has thing a thing for, for her. her. And so they drive into town and they hit a bump in the truck and she kind of slides and doesn't move back over. And so he's like, <laughs> you know. And so one of them owns a beauty salon. So everybody goes to the beauty parlor and then they go to the five and dime store and they Noxie goes up and finds the. Uh, dead stock of 1960s clothes mm-hmm. oh we we meant to send those back and and we never got around to it and and the the boy in the shop has a stutter mm-hmm. and so he's stuttering and miss vita uh vita bohem is very patient with him and doesn't try to finish the sentences for him and is just nodding and listening to him and gives him a book and she's like this has been like a bible to me and he's like so i should read it and she's like honey you should commit sections of it to memory (laughs) and she walks off like when when all is said and done and he is later like they show him reading an excerpt out of it and not stuttering at all Mm -hmm. and so it's just like oh miss vina 
I love you. <laughs> and Noxie is like, oh, look, Miss Clara, this is for you. And this is for... and then she finds something with tassels and somebody goes, oh, me. And she goes, uh-uh, this is mine. <laughs> so Wesley Snipes puts on her his little fringe outfit <laughs> and is just dancing around. And so they have a whole thing. And that's when we really see Virgil being ugly to Carol Ann because Carol Ann is cooking uh, Vita comes in and, and tries to add spices and she's like, oh no, Virgil didn't like that. And so she scoops him out and he sees her at the window kind of dancing along with the girls who are having like a, a fashion show in the center of town. And Noxima, I, I forget when, but Noxima meets the thugs of the town and she's like, oh, do you like my nails? Grabs one of them by the balls and drags them over and is like, you will apologize to these women because they deserve when you see when you greet somebody, you say, good afternoon, ladies. <laughs> Let me hear it. And, da, 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 da. and I think it was Tommy. That was her, so, yeah. her pet project. And so she lets him go. And he's like, okay. And it's like, okay, we, we can't we can't be mean to anybody anymore. <laughs> so she fixes the thug problem. And then, um, but Virgil is, is watching Carol Ann watch through the window and, and doing her little dance. And he's like, oh, you think you're a New York career woman now, huh? And she's like, oh, whatever. And so she, he picks up the pot from the stove, gets mad at her that it's hot, and throws it across the, the, the kitchen. And it's obvious this is not the first time yeah. he's... Well, because the first time yeah. when uh, Vita walks in, she's crying and she has like a small cut under her cheek mm -hmm. and you know she's like well if you want to talk about it and she's like no i don't i don't want to talk to talk about it but she's like well look you know i like the story that you came up with but when my dad used to do that to me i would come up with stories too so when you're ready to talk i'm here yeah anyway and so they are putting together and here comes bobby ray bobby ray is supposed to be asking somebody to to the social to the sociable, I think is what they call it. Anyway, um, and he asks Miss Chi-Chi. Mm -hmm. But the only thing is, is that Bobby Lee, mm -hmm. Roberta Lee, <laughs> is in love with Bobby Ray. And so there's like, and And Bobby Ray does not know about Chi-Chi's. Yeah. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. Secret, you know. And so Bobby Ray tells Chi Chi, I just want you to be honest with me. And Chi Chi's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You know, if the connection is strong enough, you could have one major secret, right? <laughs> no, I, I believe if you love somebody, you you let them know everything. And she's like, okay, yeah, no. Noxie and, and Vita were right. Because they're like, what are you doing? What are you? Mm -hmm. He's going to find out eventually. Like, what are you doing? And so she gives up Bobby Ray. And comes back and tells Bobby Lee, you can have them. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> and so they give her her princess points back because apparently she was going to abandon them. And she, Patrick Swayze tore up her princess points. Mm -hmm. And it was whatever. But this was the third step of putting somebody else's needs before yours. And so they get Bobby Lee ready. And they're having her watch an old movie like uh, Cleopatra. The Ten Commandments, I think. Ten Commandments. That's right. And it was Vivian Lee, right? I think so. 
anyway, so these are the moves and this is the whatever. And they're putting her hair up and they're getting her all dolled up. And then they put her in the center of town and Bobby Ray comes up and Bobby Lee. Oh, Bobby Ray, Bobby Ray, Bobby Ray. (laughs) And anyway, he is basically like, oh, it was right in front of my face the whole time. Can do you want to dance? And so they start dancing, and everybody starts dancing, and it's it's you know whatever sweet. Except the next morning is everybody's getting ready for the sociable, and everybody's in their reds, you know, red and wild. And Sheriff Dullard happened to meet Virgil because ooh, I can't skip over that part. Virgil was beating Carol Ann, mm-hmm. and Vita goes in. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is. <laughs> this ain't happening. Hit, hit somebody your own size. And she just starts walloping him. And, you know, Carol Ann's going, he's going to he's gonna hurt her. He's going to beat her up. He's going to. And Chi Chi's like, uh, there's something you don't know about Vita. And Noxie's like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> she goes, Miss Vita works out a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. And that's all they say. And so she kicks out Virgil. And so that's when they get, you know, Bobby Lee ready. He goes to the bar, meets up with Sheriff Dollard. Mm -hmm. And Dollard, Dollard, whatever. And, oh, I know where them drag queens are. Let's And so he drives him back into town. And so this cop is sitting there with a megaphone, just rambling crazy ass shit of like, there's men. God damn if it isn't the same shit we're hearing right now. Yeah. Like it is the exact same exact fucking same speeches. Shit. And it's it makes me amazed at how groundbreaking this movie was mm-hmm. 30 years ago. But at the same time, it's like holy fuck. Like it's they didn't get better arguments. Like, no, no, it's the exact same exact yeah. same arguments. Do you they're, want these perverts around gonna, your kids? Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. It's stupid. And so everybody's like looking and everybody starts like questioning. And so we see Miss Vita walk away from the window in this big red thing. And out comes a, a woman dressed in red with a huge red veil. Mm-hmm. And she walks up and she goes, I believe. And she's like, I have. Or, or, uh, Sheriff Dullard's like, I have her his shoe right here. And she goes up and it's. Carol Ann. Mm-hmm. She pulls back and I believe you have my shoe. And then it's like a I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus, yes. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so Miss Clara comes up and goes, Can I have my shoe back now, please? And even Jimmy, John, Joe, Joseph. Tommy? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Joe comes up. Yeah. And, and is like, I'm a drag queen. That's my shoe. I wear a 10 and a half, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's just like everybody in the town comes to their aid, even Tommy. Mm-hmm. The freaking thug that they come out in their like little red and pink outfits yes. for the strawberry social it's so yeah cute. and so it's just you know it's it's a whole thing it brought the town together these three little angels of of drag queens just brought the town together and the town had their backs and you know they shoo them out and they go away and he's like you're gonna blah 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 and i forget what the Oh, there's a there's a farmer walking into town. Oh he's yeah, like, he says something. Uh, Dullard says something to him. They're perverts. And Our founding fathers wouldn't stand for this. And he's like, you know what? 
I don't know about that, but I know the Founding Fathers sure had good wigs. Yep. <laughs> and just kept on walking. And it was just the most pro- perfect line because, like, I don't I don't care what the Founding Fathers said. The Founding Fathers died a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They don't have the responsibility of what this country has become. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's just like, it is our responsibility. And we are putting it in the shitter. And we're not allowing people just to be people. Mm-hmm. Just let them be people. Anyway, so they come out and they do their little dancey dance and Carol Ann fixes the car and, you know, while she's sending them off of like, okay, well, it's, it's, it's working now. She goes, you know, Vita tells her, Carol Ann, I think there's something you should know. Is it the Adam's apple? And she goes, what? I noticed it the first day you were here. Yeah, I noticed it. Ladies don't have Adam's apple. And I just... I just think I'm I'm so privileged to have a lady friend with an Adam's apple. <laughs> and that's how she puts it. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, oh, and they give hugs and whatever. And they get in the car. And um, she's like, I don't think of you as a, as a man. I don't think of you as a woman. I think of you as an angel. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Like, they literally saved this town, mm-hmm. right? And so they drive off. Oh, into- at, before they drive off, she... Oh. Gives Carol Ann the picture of uh, Julie, Julie Newmar, Newmar. Mm-hmm. Um, and says, this got me through a hard time. And, you know, I loved her little speech about, like, I wish you could come with me. Or, like, And she's like, I wish I could, too. But, like, I've dreamt about in that kitchen, dreamt about leaving this place so many times. But my girls are here, and yeah. this is my home. And it's a good little, like, I love that little back and forth there. Yeah. And then she calls Julie Newmar statuesque. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and she said, I always said, I, I always said that same thing or something. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so they drive off into the sunset and through the credits, right? Because the credits start rolling. In the middle of the credits, there's a scene of them in Hollywood. In Hollywood. And Julie Newmar's there to present the. And it's like, of course, it's Julie Newmar, right? And they're like, this year's winner, Chi Chi Rodriguez. And I'm like, she wasn't even in the <laughs> yeah, fucking she competition. She was in... just in the. <sighs> but it was like the best. Cause Whatever, yeah. You can't pick Noxie it's or cute, Vita. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's too cute. Um, but yeah, that's too Wong Fu. Yeah. What'd you think of too Wong Fu? Oh, I freaking loved it. I still, <laughs> I still love it. Like, is there. Some problematic language, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is indicative of, of the time that it was. I think most of the problematic language is not, it's to show who the bad guy, you know what I mean? Like most of it, the stuff is not. Yes, but. It's not the good guy Using saying, transsexual you know what I mean? instead of yes. transgender. Yeah, yeah. That I think is, is a problematic line. However, I, I'll. I don't want to say I'll allow it because it's not for me to allow, you know, but, but it was like a, it was a different time. And that was, yeah, I think that was kind of I the normal language for the time. When you know better, you do better. And I think we do know better. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for this world as a whole to, to do better because they're not. Maybe in the musical they'll do. A, um, Are they doing a musical? Yeah, it's supposed to come out this year. Um, it's not like a movie. Like it's a stage musical. Yeah. Um, no, I'm so down think it's premiering in london this year i think <laughs> anyway i'm so there I, I mean i wish i was there <laughs> whatever um but yeah that's that what did you think of it it's a really fun movie this is like, your first time yeah it was really it was really cute um i mean once it's another one of those like very the story is something you've seen a million times before where 
uh, fish out of water comes into town and yeah. kind of like, you know, everybody's a little, huh, at first, but they end up saving the day and it just happens to be with drag queens. That's I think that's why this movie works. works so well for its time period, especially is that it's a formula you've seen a bunch of times, but... It puts a new spin on yeah, it. Yeah, it's just a, a little twist on who the, the outsider is this And time. it's not just a twist for the twist's sake. Right. I, I really do think that a large part of my education of the drag queen community came and started from this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as I've spoken about earlier, uh, is it completely 100% accurate? No, because Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo are not actual drag queens. That's mm-hmm. the only correction that I would love to see if we redid this one, you know? Well, I think I think there's something really cool about that who they cast because John Leguizamo is still fairly unknown at this time. Yeah. But Wesley Snipes and Patrick Swayze are action movie star you know himbos. what i mean like yeah they're, they're, they're total himbos they're the they're the guys on roadhouse and they're yeah. the, you know what i mean like that's that that was blade yeah well he wasn't blade yet but you know yet. what I, mean? I think yeah he might have done passenger 57 by this point you know what i mean yeah like he was an action hero and i think there's something like hey drag queens could be anybody yeah. like it's it's not just and you they know. did they did have like the extras the mm-hmm. the other drag queens that were on stage with them i do believe that they were actually there were I, a bunch of famous drag queens from yes. the 90s yeah um rupaul yeah rupaul of course is in mm-hmm. that um, uh she comes down in <laughs> a confederate her her drag name is not rupaul it is uh rachel rachel tensions tensions yes and so she it, it makes sense for her to come down in this like um what is that flag called? It's not the Confederate flag. Everybody calls it the Confederate it's flag. It's the, the battle flag, the, yeah. the Confederate battle flag. There you go. Which eventually was kind of adopted. Anyway, it's stupid. Yeah, it's just really stupid. But um, it is funny seeing her come down. And she's in this like Barbie blonde wig with mm-hmm. this, you know, whatever. And her name is Rachel Tensions. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's kind of like, but at the same time, it is a precursor, right? Because it's, it's, foreshadowing uh sheriff dollard's obvious racism and Mm -hmm. homophobia and all of that stuff like it's just it's i don't know it's really fun there's a lot of drag queens in this Mm -hmm. i really loved patrick swayze as vita Mm -hmm. i really loved wesley snipes as noxie i really loved john leguizamo as chi chi and it's just I love this movie. I'm not going to tear this movie down. However, as as a criticism, mm-hmm. I think that could be a criticism. Yeah, I mean, looking at through through you know modernized, yeah. you probably want to cast a drag performer in yeah. the drag roles. But I think I think it was kind of I want to see Bob the drag very, queen being Noxy. Very so transgressive bad. for the time to have like yes. these action heroes. The dude from Point Break yeah. is playing a drag queen. You know what I mean? Like I wonder if they tried to get Sylvester Stallone. That type <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the type of he would make one ugly drag queen though. <laughs> so would I, but our ugly drag king, I guess. Uh but yeah, no. I I I see what you're saying about getting these names. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't I don't think um, I would have been allowed if it was, oh, that's just, it would have been written off as, oh, that's a drag movie for the LGBTQ community, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And nope, we don't see those. But it's, if it's a movie with Patrick, it's a Patrick Swayze movie, you know, and it's, it's a Wesley Snipes, it's got people, you know, and it's not 
because it was it had the billing with these big name stars. I think that's why it fell through the cracks a little bit in yeah, my I'm not, sheltered. I'm not sure this movie life. gets made without those names attached to it. Not True. not for the budget it's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. Because I th- yeah. Um, Priscilla Queen of the Desert came out first, yeah, but that was also in Australia. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the Australian indie movie scene. I don't think you get a movie as big as Tu Wong Fu with its how much did they make this movie for? Thirty million dollar budget. You know what Ooh, I mean? Yeah. And most of that's probably going to go to uh, Swayze and uh, Wesley Snipes. But you know, you don't you don't get that movie without those names attached to it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, would you do? There, uh... there was a lot of glitter and <laughs> yes. Makeup and oh my god, and drag queens doing their makeup. Well, I want to see a drag queen react to the makeup because they put it on with their fingers, and I'm like, oh honey, <laughs> no. And you know, now it's it's very much like you don't have eyebrows, you draw on whatever eyebrows you have, and they're using their natural eyebrows. Like, I want to see drag queens react <laughs> to this so bad. Uh, I'm sorry. You asked me about a menu, and I went off on a tangent. Yeah, it's all right. Strawberry pie. Yeah. Obviously. Strawberry everything. Red and wild. Have yourself some watermelon, too. Like, throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, strawberry daiquiris. Strawberry mm-hmm. um, pie. Strawberry pancakes. Salad. Um, yeah. Strawberry pancakes. Yeah. That would be good. Strawberry crepes. And, of course, Virgil's uh, unspiced stew. Ew. Because he can't... It's too spicy from the paprika. He's so Caucasian. Yeah. He's probably just drinking mayonnaise with water. Oh, God. Please don't... And you like mayonnaise. I don't... I do. I don't don't respond that way to mayonnaise, and I don't like mayonnaise. Anyway... Virgil and his like when 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 uh, Vita was just like I'm just gonna throw a little paprika in there and she sprinkles a little and he's like it's too spicy from paprika really <laughs> it's just dried bell peppers <laughs> exactly yeah yeah still mind blown that that's all that is anyway yeah ready to read the movie because we have we have gone way over time that's such a good one though um you sure are editing this one <laughs> uh one out of ten what though uh one out of ten princess points. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. One out of ten princess points. Uh, I'm going to go with eight. This is a really fun movie. Like, look, mm-hmm. it is, uh, you know, like I said, it is a plot that we've seen a million times before, but I think there's some comfort in that because of it. And I think there, you know, you know, that little bit of a twist of like, it's drag queens are the fish out of water in the little town. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think there's something fun about that. And I mean, I cannot get over how much Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes just kill in this movie. They yeah. are so good in this movie. So freaking good. Patrick Swayze especially is just like the perfect poise and just this like very almost regal bearing yes. to her. And yes. oh my God, he's so good as Vita. Yeah. Like that my favorite part. Uh, I if I had one knock against it, I don't love Chi Chi. She's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, and I get that she's supposed to be a little bit like, oh, she's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but she's a little annoying and I'm, I don't love her. Uh, but also I love um, Noxima and Miss, what's her name? Vita. No, Miss, uh, uh, the old lady. Uh, Miss Clara. Miss Clara. Mm-hmm. Their their relationship, the way they're back and forth. They're, I love that so much. Yeah. It's so good. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, eight princess points. What about you? I'm going to go nine princess points. Uh, This one has a lot of nostalgia for me because I watched it when I was 10 and 
you know, my mind was still, you know, for, for not formidable, formidable means forming, forming. <laughs> yeah. Still forming mind. Um, I, I respect it. It, it definitely deserves our respect. Um, you know, from the community, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, I understand the criticisms for it and I'm so glad that it's becoming a stage musical <laughs> and I really hope it comes, uh, you know, across the pond. As I, I, I'm interested to hear the music. I'm yes. very, yeah. Oh, do you know who's making it? Uh, I don't music? off the top of my head, but this is I a great, this is a great, uh, soundtrack. Um, it starts off with, and where is the body? And like, it's a whole thing. It's just a whole vibe, really. Douglas Carter Bean <clears throat> and his husband, Louis Flynn, were working on a musical adaptation. Okay. I don't know who else is attached to it, but it's supposed to open October 21st in Manchester. So if you're in Manchester, uh, go check that out for yeah, us. Yeah, if it opens us, this year, I don't know if it's still going to, know. but if it's yeah. still opening, you should go see it and let us know if it's any good. And, and buy us merch and send it to us. Okay, thanks. <laughs> At least the soundtrack. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so how many points did you say? I have nine. Right, right, nine points. Okay. Nine princess points. Nine princess points. Mm-hmm. I need to write that down. All right. Well, um, if you that's the episode. And if you enjoyed it, check us out on Twitter. At MurderSheDon'tWant. Um, what's the other thing? Instagram and TikTok. You know you know the things. <laughs> At MurderSheDon'tWant. Um, and join us next. Oh, you know what? You could also share us. Uh, if you want to leave a review, you could do that as well. I think that's supposed to help with pushing it. Um, yeah. Leave a review on give us, give uh, us a Apple boost. or whatever. Um, make sure it's Por a really favor. good one. Make, make sure it's See a good review. Um, and if you don't want to leave a good like, review. They're not that annoying. <laughs> if you don't want to leave a good <laughs> review, you could just not say something. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, do all that stuff. Uh, check us out on the Instagrams and Twitters and all that. Uh, and then join us next week where I was thinking we could watch The Phantom of the Paradise. The Phantom of the Paradise. I have no idea what that is. It's basically The Phantom of the Opera, but disco. I've never seen The Phantom of the Opera. Do we need to do The Phantom of the Opera first? I don't know. The Phantom oh, of no, the I Opera know. is there. Inside my mind. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's so many versions of the Phantom movie we could watch. <laughs> like, there's the Emily Rossum, like, Andrew Lloyd Weber, Weber musical one from, was it the early 2000s? Mm-hmm. I think we have that on DVD. I don't think we've ever watched it. Just it just retired from Broadway. Uh, we could watch the original silent film. Mm-hmm. Universal made a talkie of it. Mm-hmm. Phantom of the Paradise. Like, mm-hmm. there's a... There's a, there's a bunch of cop- versions of that movie. We could read the book. I have the book in the bedroom. Yeah, so. I'm good. <laughs> so we'll do Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. And then we'll we'll go on from there. Maybe we'll get to those other phantoms eventually too. Possibly. Anyway, so the join Phantom. Us. You got me excited because the Phantom <laughs> the was Phantom. a really good movie. <laughs> Slam evil. Um, <laughs> yes. Join us next week for the Phantom of the Paradise. And until then, remember. Did you just do a Yui? <laughs> I was hoping you did that one. (laughs) All right. Bye. Hi. I got you.